0: Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated.
1: Snap your fingers one more time for another Titan taming, time bending, half the universe's population avenging episode of this week's Critvengers Cosmic In-Game. This is your GM Patrick here, your gauntlet-mugging alien horse, and joining me in assembling one of the largest superhero battle sequences in cinema history are my five friends and your superheroes across the digital table for me. The wizard signaling a one to the tech giant. It's Miles playing Rami. Good evening. On my right, Thor with a decapitate and bifurcate PSD, so he's playing Fortnite. It's Tyler playing a Dross. Yeah. Who <laughs> is left? She's ready to throw herself off a cliff to get out of this franchise. It's Rebecca playing Alindra.
2: Hello.
1: Boiler warnings for NK. To my left, saying, and on your left, and looking cool coming back through a portal, it's Drew playing Mac Feldspar. I knew he could wield the kitchen rope. And finally, to his left, why it's not inevitable, it's Iron Pronking Man. A.K.A. your bird as and this one for Hey, the Pranko man. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> Remember when they were like, oh, the movie's not going to be called Endgame, and then <laughs> they called it Endgame. <laughs> I got you, twist! <laughs> 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 we're never going to admit what the movie is no matter what, so don't even guess. <laughs> don't even guess what it's going to be.
3: Remember people sobbed at the end of Infinity War? <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yeah. They're like... loud loud are you you, you saying that you
1: did you you sobbed at the end of infinity (laughs) war i I, I mean i i remember when good-looking people sobbed at the end of infinity war (laughs) smart (laughs) successful good-looking people i I will say the the
3: the, the end of infinity war was awesome it's a great great movie maybe one of their best but uh yeah yeah y'all had to know we're making a sequel
1: right (laughs) i mean yeah
3: (laughs) yeah well, that's the thing. I think some people. I don't people see, didn't I, I don't know see that. how. Yeah, there, I mean, well, there's that. There's that, but I don't see how knowing where a story goes robs it of its emotional resonance.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was jazzed seeing people get dusted. I was like, oh man, they're going for it. I was super excited. <laughs> uh, what a great, great film. Anyway. Uh, let's get back into this episode of Cosmic Crit, back into the Starfinder action with some last time on trivia once more this week. I think we're still playing for a Pathfinder 2e crit. So if you get a 10 plus that counts as a crit, 10 plus over the AC. Last time we played, you all got attacked by some mind slaved moon giants in the bright blue light tinted corridors of Arc Prime. Your first question is what was the name of the magical mystic spell that was cast turn one on this combat that imparted damage, gave a loss of visuals, and created some difficult terrain? <clears throat> Level five spell, if nobody knows it. The spell, call Cosmos. Call Cosmos. Mm. They called it down upon you. Uh, All right, question number two. (laughs) The next question after the battle, there was another moon giant that called you down the hallway. This friendly sort was named Kesmir, who secreted you into an enclave and introduced you to three other giants. Name one of those other three. Ah. Just one of the three. So, so simple. No one took notes last week. We're, t- we're having too much fun playing. I wrote game down Kesmir. <laughs>
2: yeah, I wrote down Kesmir. Ah! The- Did you say <laughs> the other guy's
1: name? <laughs> A- yeah, they introduced him. Arog, and Frothdeer. <laughs> that was the weird one. All right, to save you from annihilation of me having this boon, your last question. Kesmir tasked you with breaking the hold on her fellow giants here in Arc Prime by taking down a larger giant that seemed to organize and antagonize those left unindoctrinated. What was that giant's name? I know, I know. And can you spell it?
2: Yes, I can. Oh. X-I-E-L-L-O is what you told us. Ziello. I don't know
1: the pronunciation Ziello. of that. Jello. <laughs> it's Italian now.
2: Italian <laughs> slasher
1: film. Yes, X I E L L O, indeed.
2: Do I okay. get extra points for that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you, that counts as you two questions boon. right. So <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody gets the boot. Still, <laughs> <laughs> great, great. So yeah, that's where we left off. Indeed, you guys had been knocked out by some of the moon giants that you fought. Power completely KO'd into slumber with their ability. And when you woke up, you were back in this this hallway looking at Kesmir and their unindoctrinated crewmates. And they've asked you, tasked you indeed with going to take on Ziello and bring back their star charts to help them escape Ark Prime. And I think we I think you guys had agreed to to help them out. Is that is that where we left off?
3: Yeah, I'm fairly certain. I think so. Yeah. That sounds like something we would do. It's pretty in keeping with something that we would do.
1: Yeah, it's only been about an hour since you guys have gotten your your bodies back. So maybe still feeling the pull of having sieve tentacles and things like that in your 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 mind. Some some phantom tentacles indeed, as you can steady yourself. Kesmir gives you the information that on this mission, if you guys can not kill any more of the the mind-slaved moon giants that'd be great and in order to do so they described that their their kin block most of the entrances to the direct south of their their hidden base but there's a secret back entrance to Zylos's <clears throat> chamber that is to the southeast of of this deck and uh indeed i think maybe Troth Dryer, or <laughs> one of the other moon giants, comes back, leaves into the hallway and comes back with all of your guys's missing gear that some of these other moon giants had taken. The Entanglement Belt, your your magic items, your weapons, everything here except for the Spear of Fates, Adros, that is still missing for some reason.
0: Oh, no, well, how dare find, you? <laughs> I have that level 14 I'm weapon just no, I have to use this worthless level 20 sword or whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh shucks. I just don't know how I'm going to how, how, how I could possibly move on from this.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are, are you guys uh, ready to, to head on out? Start yeah. this this quest awesome. across the yeah. deck? ready as i'm gonna be are there any other questions or anything you need
0: to to know oh, would we like got to ask? Oh,
3: we got a bunch of information from them last time right so mm-hmm.
0: can they tell us what a moon giant's weakness is
1: <laughs> well they they can tell you <laughs> that i mean you, you took on some of their brethren pretty well but zielos is of their ilk but not ken they were not a part of their ship and they are a, a larger species of giants, a, a different species than the, the moon giants. And yeah, so they don't really have a ton of information themselves. So they don't care if we kill these other giants. <laughs> well, I think they don't have a, a kinship with Ziello, but perhaps if you cannot kill them, they, they're, they would be happy with that outcome as well because Likely, they are also indoctrinated.
0: Do they know if our Italian horror filmmakers' uh, bad guy here is, is is he a caster? Do they know if is he a magic user?
1: Oh, now see, there's a good question and something I can actually potentially look up while you guys vamp. That's that question again in character, uh, Tyler. <laughs> uh.
0: Well, sir, uh, we're going to have to face this. This, uh, Zio, Jalo. Um, they
1: correct you, Jalo.
0: <laughs> It'd be nice to know what he, how he, what he does on the battlefield. Does he? Does he have magics of some kind, or does he use uh, fancy hand movements? Fancy hand movements, I,
1: I know not of what you speak, but they carry with them a, a, a very large sword, about. Five of you put together and points at Nack. It's very, very large. It could probably you could cut have said you.
3: three of anybody else. I mean, <laughs> you just wanted to say five because that Maybe sounds five more
0: impressive. Yes, or just a dagger.
1: Three, three of Adros. That uh, they, they seem to have similar kinship, perhaps with the the stars and the the spell that the the other indoctrinated ones cast upon the hallway. Where they they called magics within here, they they might have abilities like that as well. But I don't, I do not know if they have any other abilities. They they mostly have the moon giants do their their work for them.
0: Well, that helps. So, thank
2: you. Do you know what? Maybe we covered this last week, but do you know what they want with the star charts?
1: They have deprived them from us because. I believe those of my crew indoctrinated on and under their command have explained how we could use them to create a teleportation ritual and potentially escape the ship. So they are are just keeping them from us, perhaps on purpose to to keep us in this place if we will not comply with the the tentacled ones, their machinations.
2: What is the giant's relationship to the sieve? Are there still sieve on the ship? I'm confused by who's inhabiting this ship that we're on.
1: The tentacled ones? Yes, they 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 control many many living creatures that are are still here, but my my crew came in many years ago and most were treated to their their visions in the machines that that you all escaped from. And uh, those of us who not did not give in, had to to hide, and, and and try our best to survive here. They've they've dwindled us down, as as I said. they their metal sage coffers, as well as there are there are living ones, uh, as well. Uh, we do not see them as often. The tentacled ones.
3: Living civ would be, uh, be a boon to capture one of them. Just that's just a uh,
1: that's just space calamari
3: right there. I mean fire up the grill Space. <laughs> yes.
1: let's go um if if you are able to indeed complete this task and that which we have uh, entrusted to you we will talk more we will help you in whatever way you need but for now we we do request that you get those charge back and 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 our bond will be forged through that uh, do our good, best. good luck good good luck to you all small tiny creatures. You will have much better luck than us in sneaking in, perhaps. Perhaps you will not need to fight Cielos at all. Oh, here's hoping. Alright, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> but but Good, good bad bye. Right, heading back down the hallway, you get to see the the bodies of the the moon giants that indeed you felled here. And they've instructed you to go to like basically the fourth entryway on the right side of the the hall. Uh there is the one that you pass that they described as under Moon giant control, but there's another small one between the VR chamber and the 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 way that you want to go. Do you, do you want to take any detours? Do you want to go straight away? What would you like to do?
3: You know, Nack always always suggests let's check everything out.
1: Mm-hmm. So you want to go on this first door on on your your path? What do we think? The the long hallway, Tyler. I think you're muted.
0: No. I'm just... I I mean, mean, are we
2: on any kind of timeline? Like, any kind of time crunch? Or do we have all the time in the world? Aren't we like... Isn't Absalom Station about to be eradicated or something?
1: I mean, it might have already happened. You're completely cut off from from the outside world. No communications. You've been able to... uh, You've not been able to reach anyone out there, but it doesn't seem like you're Getting any signals from Absalom or anywhere else as well. So you've been gone the better part of a, a week in in that VR. So uh, a good amount Out of, of time. Curiosity. Has I'm passed. not sure that I
2: have one, but if you had a Starstone compass, would it be blocked from within Arc Prime?
1: Great question. I believe indeed it does work on magic signals from the star stone if it is not blocked the star stone is currently not powered because it does not seem to be active at all so is yeah. is not able to be, be used here or at the current time one of those two
2: still i feel like we would be i mean right there's some chance that we could get out of here in time i'm, I'm not sure we would lollygag around Okay,
1: so y- yes on checking this first door or
2: no?
0: I guess Adros would vote for main objective.
2: So would Alendra.
1: We got a third. We got a plurality. Yeah, I think Andis would uh, would similarly.
3: All right, but we're coming back after we're done.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we're taking this path directly back. Okay, I'm gonna move you over to this door over here. the 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 entrance which. Kesmir has directed you to as you peek inside this chamber is a, a little more than just a widening between the doorways as you see this entire first room completely blackened scrap metal kind of blown into the walls into the floor and indeed many parts of this section of the the deck Completely scorched and and melted in in what looked to be an, an intense fire. Hmm. There's a another exit on the southern side of this chamber, but is there anything you'd like to do here?
2: I whip out do- my fire extinguisher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, this is a while ago. Nothing's
2: on Aww. fire right now. I'm Aww, so sorry. Can, can we tell
3: what might have happened in here? Like, the, are there are the the is the damage consistent with weapons fire or mechanical failure or anything like that?
1: Uh, make me a perception check. Anybody and everybody. Oh, hey, Tyler, you've improved a great deal. Over I don't, it wasn't your, a one. Your regular perception checks.
0: I can see my toes.
1: All right. Well, we've got some pretty good rolls here. I was worried I was like oh wow maybe there's no way that this is a possible perception check I forgot we have really bad perception in general but um, yeah as you're looking around you see maybe signs indeed of some kind of battle and bits and bobs that look like they belong to sieve sage coffers bits that are just like you know they're metallic robots just kind of completely melted so a whatever did this had a, a great amount of heat Um, Alindra, with your roll, you've got a 38 on the perception check. Mm -hmm. There is something calling out to you kind of beneath a pile of melted slag that you will have to kind of chop up a little bit to move out of the way. You feel like a mystical connection coming from from this certain corner of the room. And yeah, indeed, it looks like maybe some containers and bits of sage coffers kind of destroyed here, but mixed in amongst the scraps, you see what looks like a a tiny kernel of solar energy kind of pulsating under the, the trash here that is very faintly glowing. And it does seem to react to you as you like move closer to it and maybe perks up a little bit Let's see i don't actually have a ton of information on this but i think you guys can make me a mysticism check if you would like or i think physical science as well
0: mysticism oh
1: yeah Oh, this is the, the limits of Ramy's information, the natural one. Ooh, Andes, you, you've perhaps studied this is a an outsider, the remnants of an outsider creature that might have had a battle with wow. these sage coffers. This is kind of the the dying heart of what is known as a solar wisp, a, oh my. an outsider of the, the plane of, of fire, just like pure kind of radiative heat energy in a uh, in in the form of a a creature in the form of something with a a mind to it but in game terms right now as this thing kind of lets off its final spark perhaps it was waiting for you elinger to to come along because this is not just a bit of a solar wisp it also has formed into the kernel the very powerful Solarian crystal. This is a true Fotino crystal. Just like level 19 or 20. <laughs> Fire crystal. Solarian crystal. Thanks. Level 19 crystal. I will put that in the chat. I i was very worried you guys are just going to pass this by DC35 to to spot this. So I was like, oh, man, maybe Rebecca just doesn't get any more gear the rest of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> but way hey, to go. The
2: Linger's the one that rolled well enough to find it.
1: You're the only one that rolled well enough, I think.
2: I love it when the dice tell a good story,
1: right? Pretty important. Yeah, well, that's exactly what has happened here. The Solarian was able to to eke it out. Right. That seems to be most of the story here. Moving onward. Moving on to the next chamber, indeed. This one opens up into a larger space that is covered, kind of floor to ceiling in vines, mushrooms, and big old globules of puffy blue fungi just all over the walls, the floor, little bits of the ceiling, like mycelium strands kind of hanging down in these long goopy threads, and it does indeed seem to be concentrated at the end of the room, kind of opposite this door that you're entering from the north as well as the, the one to the south. And, and in fact, there's some Some two very large clusters, indeed, at the the far end here and a couple of what looks like large rounded machines with with claws obscured by these colorful growths under these these giant pods. Maybe maybe you can figure it out on the the artwork here. I don't know if you can see these two.
2: Yeah, looks like crabs.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're definitely some kind of weird, crazy. Actually, you know, it's described as crab-like in the, the AP. Oh, Rebecca's got Look at it. me
2: on a roll. <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> do we have our environmental protections on? Because before we walk walk into a fungus-filled room, I feel like that would be a good thing to do. Probably pretty good one, yeah. <laughs> a good
1: idea. Yeah, so do you want to explore this chamber at all? There does seem to be a a less... Fungal infected path directly north to south to the next chamber. If you would like to just shimmy on through,
2: do we have a, anyone that has life science that could try to identify the fungus?
3: I got a Ooh, plus I 15, think, I can try,
1: it's not great. I've got plus 25 in life science, I've got plus 29. Because for some reason, the uh, <laughs> for some reason, the evolutionist is a skill monkey, and don't not quite not sure why. They're they're all about using your brain, right <laughs> Apparently. Uh, make me make me a roll see if we can figure out what these are. <laughs> uh, 33.. <40. laughs> Got a pretty good one from Remy Quindar as well here. Yeah, yeah, these fungal growths are indeed extremely advanced and these show the signs of being part and parcel of of a massive colony of of sentient spores known as a frugi colony. You can even tell this from afar, and if that is the case, these things could be this could this can go further along. This could be a, a massive kind of infection of this part of the ship, as these have been known to, like, fill up entire forests these these huge colonies and indeed they well uh, let me ask what would you like to know about this Miles you have um I'm just Raimi, beaten the DC so you get one piece of information.
3: Ramy would like to know the environmental effects they might the the place might have on him and his
1: compatriots. Great question and maybe maybe one that will be useful. These the the like the kind of central brains of these colonies as well as some of the smaller components do seem to have a mystical capability to affect gravity in their area uh so they have well they they have ways on you know kind of knocking folks down or moving people around with enhanced uses of a, a gravity kind of thrust ability. And that is something that is supernatural that they, they, uh, they can control. Sounds like a boot getting boogie and not something that we
3: could utilize
1: the, the colony itself.
3: I mean, if it's a spore thing, but I guess it's, if
1: it's a magical thing that the colony does. That's a no. Mm uh you guys moving moving in here what would you like to do
2: I feel like you know we should stay the course we have a pathway that can avoid most of the fungus I would rather not get mixed up in something that could potentially be dangerous unless we have to yeah
3: I'm, I'm with I'm with Rebecca there
1: okay move yourselves into this room here in whatever order you'd like to to march through it's the the entire ground here is coated with like a Kind of feels like you're walking on a uh, a gym mat or something so it like depresses a little bit maybe makes some wet squelching noises as you walk along though as you get through here perhaps just your footstep al- footsteps alone is enough to kind of perhaps raise an alarm as you hear like a what sounds like pods kind of erupting behind you let me show you what shows up out of the mycelium spores in the back of this room these little little gents just little bipedal almost dinosaur like spore creatures about 12 feet tall long tail that not not really any visual like eyes or things that you can tell it seems like mostly taut muscle made out of mushroom bits and bobs I don't know. Can you guys describe this a little better? They're definitely dinosaur-esque, right? Yeah.
2: They're like Meta. velociraptors with no arms and no eyes.
3: I would call that a Mosasaurus.
1: And, of course, one of these things shows up right in front of you as well as you try to get on further into this room. Let's go ahead and roll up into this initiative turn order, everyone. As these things make like a kind of a croaking squawk <laughs> I
0: should have brought my round up.
1: I work on mushrooms? I don't know. Are they, they're, they're, like, they're like plants, but they're not really plants, right? They're their own thing. Ooh, someone got a yeah, they're all net, Not 20 on Inish. Okay.
3: Still, okay. still, still behind Dross. <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
1: smart. So good at what you do, Miles. Ooh, oh, I was staring down all one on the dice on here, but you guys are going uh, first for sure at dross in the turn order. You seem to have raised an alarm. What would you like to do?
0: Would it It would it be life science to identify these creatures? Yes. I mean, Tyler knows what they are, but... Oh, um, well,
1: I, I've told you what they are, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Frugia gets you a very long distance. <laughs> well, what would a dross do here? I mean, I don't really want to just start murdering, but I kind of feel like that's the name of the game. Are they looking? Are they just? Are they looking hostile, or are they looking just like they're trying to figure out what's going on in their territory?
1: Oh, they're looking very hostile. Looking okay. like they are about to race in, try and surround you.
0: All right, all right. I'm going to. dross isn't gonna gonna. Oh my goodness! Can I move all the way behind it?
1: You want to move further no, into there the there chamber enough,
0: past it? Yeah. Is there enough space for me to do so?
1: It, it will provoke an attack of opportunity if you would like, but yes, you can.
2: Even yeah. though they haven't acted?
1: Yeah. I mean, these guys have kind of surprised you in the 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 turn order. They, they popped up in a defensive mode here.
0: That's fine. I'm curious to see if, what number it takes to hit me.
1: Oh, you might not have oh, too 15, much information. Fifteen, uh, 15 on the That's dice. Do it. Oh well, oh. Gonna, let me double check. Uh, your <laughs> KAC is what? Forty-three. Yeah, they're they're coming in with a, a hit. This first one. Okay. I was just about to set up the the damage dice because I was like, I, I should be ready for when my turn comes around. But of course, of course, it's you're. Right. I know.
0: I'm just gonna I know. starting out. us
1: off early. That is only. It's very low roll, lots of ones. Only 41 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing's beak kind of like just wham, slams into you as you try to get around it. As you move further into the chamber, there is a a thick spore-like cloud coverage. Maybe obscuring a little more than like 30 or 40 feet down to the south, but it opens up into a much larger room here that is also covered in the thin strands on the floor. But there's there are fewer of the larger kind of spore colonies here, maybe, maybe a few on the, the northern side, but there's some maneuvering space over here. That is your move action. What would you like to do for your standard, Tyler.
0: I would like to try and slash at this thing. Slashing? Go right ahead. Does a thirty-four against KAC do anything? Thirty-four is going to be a hit. All right. Eighty-three points of slashing. How's that looking? Eighty-three slashing. <laughs> yes, you
1: cut open a a massive swath in its like leg, and it lets out a screech of <laughs> a And it seems like the other three uh, you can't really see right now that are perhaps threatening your friends let out the exact same screech at the same time. Just like they get they seem to be enraged by this attack. Oops. Uh, is, Is that your full turn?
0: I don't have a swift action. So, yes.
1: All right. Next in the turn order, natural twenty on initiative, Miles. I hope you're ready. You've got three of these things on the far side of this smaller chamber, and Hedros has raced around to the backside of the, the other one, blocking your your way. What would you like to do?
3: Um, I would like to. What's that? Oh, let me see what's called here. <laughs> I'm going to use. Is it one or two?
1: Sorry. Uh, two resolve points. Oh, I think I know what's coming For
3: Rain of Fire
1: With oh. My Heavy Degenerator Alright Worked pretty well In the simulation Will you have uh, similar Results here You're Taking a Attack against everyone In the room Right Yes And we did determine that It's a A separate attack Right Yeah you, is, it, is it a
3: separate one for each one Is that right I, I believe so
1: Yeah Okay so I need to do one, two, three, four. Yeah, we'll go kind of counterclockwise. All right. We got one. It's a forty-one to hit. Ooh, eighteen on the dice, almost a super hit, a super amount of damage. That is a hit. All right, seventy-seven points of damage. Okay. all, all right. We're <laughs> we might be getting up there in the uh, the damage department. All right, second attack. All right, second attack. This is all against. EAC as well mm-hmm right. uh, 28 oh 28 28's gonna be a miss. okay five on the dice third attack uh, 29
2: <laughs>
0: oh that's so close it's another we're miss better we're getting better
1: all right the, the one that a has already attacked to the last one here 37 ah there you go there's a hit that's uh, 73 points damage. All right. Another one in the 70s. Not the best use, but I got, got two hits off of it. You got two hits. Okay. That is enough for this one to the south to bloody it. Do You see just all kinds of ooze dripping from these two wounds that it has received so far this turn. Knack Feldspar,
3: you are next. So who who identified uh, these these this moss on our team?
1: Leaf, well, Ramey Moss. Rami yep. has rolled a success. Uh, Rami, can this
3: moss hear me? Yeah,
1: Ramey, no. Can they?
3: <laughs> I'm gonna try it anyway. Just <laughs> saying, saying way out loud with a diplomacy check to see if this moss is under the same kind of antagonistic relationship with the civ, the civ controlling it. Is it out of the civ's control? Is it mm-hmm. something that we could get these things to stand down, or maybe get some allies on our side? you Want to make a sense motive check against the fungus? Uh, that's actually a really good idea. Yes, yeah, sense motive
1: check. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that would be part of figuring out if indeed they are under control or perhaps not.
3: So that's a 31. Not great, but let's well, add some expertise to that. What? Uh, so that's going to be a 38.
1: You believe it? That is not enough. To figure out exactly what these creatures are thinking but you know maybe from from what raimi has explained these are like the worker bees of this colony so it's hard to get an individual read on any one of them they seem to be all kind of acting in concert so if they you, you might have to get to a, a, a higher level frugi colony member to to kind of get a good read If they were indoctrinated or not Or if they're even part of that If they can be, maybe they can't be Oh, right What would you like to do for your turn here, Drew?
3: Uh, we're going to say get them, And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't ask if these things have ears or not But I'm going to try to do a clever feint just the same
1: okay. Which one?
3: The one that Adras is attacking. Just so we can get okay.
1: Take him down. Oh, yeah. 44, 16 on the dice. That is a success. This one, it does seem to react, perhaps. Might not be looking directly at you, but it seems to be aware of your presence as well here.
3: All right. Just settle down. Be a good fungus creature. <laughs> and then I shoot it, which is just going <laughs> to. <laughs>
1: okay a 32 that is going to be a success
3: Uh, 17 points
1: fire damage okay all that going through excellent three wounds on this thing i think every time this one in the south has been hit the other ones indeed have have kind of called out in a symbiotic manner andis 148 you are next so these guys have not gone yet right they haven't moved. They've just kind of popped out of these spore clusters, kind of menacingly made their way in your direction. I see. I, I guess I should say the exact creature type that these are, that Raimi has identified as a frugi soldier. Indeed, they are like the, maybe not the worker bees, but the <laughs> soldier ants of the colony. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, I might... Mm. I think i'm gonna step forward to sort of put myself in front of Mac, and i'm going to uh, swift action give myself some reach and then as a you know in fact yeah if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna stand right i'm gonna try to stand as close to the middle of the room as i can Mm
0: -hmm. i guess it's I guess that's fine right there.
1: So a uh, swift action, get some reach, and then standard action. I'm going to ready, ready and attack. They come in to range of me. I'm going to swing at their the the second shin. The <laughs> I, I always go for the shins, but this time I'm going for the other shin. The the shin you don't expect. They've sort of got like thighs and two shins, like a chicken or like a antelope. Okay, readying up. Alindra Vallis, these things are going Lassie initiative turn order. What would you like to do?
2: Wow, that's unusual. Um, Alindra sees.
1: It's just so crazy. There's like level, you know, like 19 things in this this game that have like plus three initiative, <laughs> It's just <laughs> like, really what?
2: unusual for Alindra to be, uh, you know, before the enemy. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Alindra's going to rush forward toward. Oh, first, I'm going to go into photon attunement. I'm going to turn on my Hay Circuit. I'm going to step forward 10 feet, I guess, to the spore creature that Adros and I are now flanking against mm. and take three strikes at negative five each right. with my new true Fotino crystal installed.
1: absolute BS. we we, we took a, a brief break and in the middle you were like testing it out and you you rolled a 20 then too and i <laughs> i said i was gonna call you out on it <laughs> you, you indeed missed how do you sleep at night paying off all those roll 20 staff rebecca <laughs> how do you sleep at night let's give a critical shout out to one of our um, patreon subscribers if you didn't know we got a patreon to help support this podcast and the Dead Men roll no crits Skull and shackles podcast Nar. and well we had a episode a couple episodes ago where we rolled more 20s i think than any other one it's the fighting buddies and above you get the critical shout outs Oh, my gosh, there's so many people I need to shout them all out. Let's give a shout out to JD. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. This crits for you. And is this the exact same? It's so close to the exact same amount of damage you rolled previously. How, did Have you calculated it yet, Rebecca?
2: Yes, it's 167.
1: Okay. Had less than <laughs> less than uh, I think half of that left. Oh so man. You absolutely <laughs> destroy this one. Just cut it right in twain. And you have your did you you activated your haste circuit, obviously. Yeah. You can continue to move with that, I think, right? Works like haste.
2: I thought it just meant that you could move and do a full attack in one turn.
1: The movement can occur before, after, or between the attacks
2: Oh, <laughs> with okay. haste.
1: Yeah. So if you want, this one's dead and you ha- you only moved like 10 feet. So can you get to another one of these things?
2: Let's see. I have 50 feet of movement. Can I? I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could get to this one. I don't know how hard it is to walk through the fungus, but.
1: You know, I didn't read anything in here about. Ooh, any kind of major difficult terrain so yeah i think it's it's squishy and it maybe a little gross but i don't think it's the fungal growths are really hurting you moving around this chamber
2: okay. i mean if worst came to worse i could fly over it and i i just get one more attack since i moved
1: um haste when making a full attack a haste a creature can also take a separate move action in order to move and the movement cur- can occur. Oh, you know what? Actually, before, after, or between the attacks. So maybe it's only the single move action. And you,
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like you, you get one move action in addition to the full attack, but you don't get multiple moves.
1: Okay, maybe I was I maybe, maybe I was very wrong.
2: I'll just swing in the air and celebrate my natural 20.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> completely wasted because I think I'm really, I know
3: it's so I think, sad. Oh,
1: maybe I should Completely crit shame you. The regular damage you would have done here, 78, would that have been enough? Ooh, you know what? Actually, no, you needed the crit. The regular (laughs) damage would not have been enough, so all right. That will bring us to their turn, and I need to double check on what they're going to do in this combat. Hmm. Okay. On their turn, I think you're the closest here, Andis, and you hear psychically in your mind these things begin chittering. They indeed have a telepathic ability, and they begin to chatter in your mind, very telepathically loud, kind of shouting in common. They say, no, no, go back. No, go back. OK, we are making some range attacks on Andis 148. We're going to do what is... What is their bonus for their range attack? We're just going to do one each for the ones that are closest to you. Okay. Well, 17 on one and a two on the other, not giving you a ton of information because one is a hit and one is a miss. I'll let you guess which one. (laughs) And this does a little less damage than their slam attack, right? I guess I mean, potentially more, but nope. Well, that's I don't remember. Average. Did did we did we did we take a long rest at the end of the last episode, or was that just a short rest, like a like eight hours? No, no, like a ten minute rest. I think yeah, you had time to take about, okay. a ten minute rest. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, th- three of the, your team members were knocked out for like twenty oh, right. yeah, minutes yeah. or so. All right. I've rolled nineteen on four d twelve. The total damage here is thirty three points of force damage and making a free combat maneuver check against you as well how much how much did you say 33 okay this combat maneuver check you feel indeed force damage buffeting your armor and it seems to be trying to like kind of push you back but does not succeed the the two that have shot this kind of gravitational anchor at you seem to look puzzled as the third one in the back of the chamber indeed is going to charge you just just run up right through the middle of the room go ahead and make your ready to attack and is all right ready to attack is uh 18 Ooh. on the dice 45 also, to hit also almost a super hit another 18 right, uh, that is one point of damage 61 and, and then he triggers the reaction. Yeah. Ooh, 35 to hit hit. All right. Oh, that's better. 76 points of damage. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) That's
0: what happens when you roll those D 10s (laughs) baby.
1: Okay. That's enough to bloody this one as well. Just give it a huge splattering battering, if you will. Blasting it as it gets in close. And it's going to make its single slam attack against you, and emboldened your KC right now is forty. That's right. Okay, this is going to be a hit. Big old slam, only a seven on the dice. Uh, Did it take its minus two to the attack roll? Let's see here. From charging. Oh, I mean, I. I, It didn't need to charge. (laughs) It had the speed. I was just saying, it's it's coming right for you. Okay. So there's never a reason, a good reason to charge in this game unless you're going, trying to go a huge. Yeah. Unless, unless you're a dross and like you just ignore all the, you ignore all the charge (laughs) rules (laughs) and you
0: just do whatever you want. Yeah. That's crazy. The the soldier textbook is just don't listen to anything anybody wrote down. (laughs) Delete, delete the core rule book. Do whatever you (laughs) want. A, B, C. Well,
3: I guess I should
1: be charging. (laughs) I guess I just assumed it had the range. It did have the range to to do a single move into you. That is just 50 points of bludgeoning damage. And the fourth one is downed. So that is their turn. And we're back to Adros. Okay. Well, does Adros see anything behind him? Like I said, if you want to move in a little further, you're limited to about... 30 feet or so, as there's like kind of a a spore cloud that has filled this chamber. There does seem to be maybe some movement somewhere in here, but not from the... You're kind of by the entrance of this this larger southern chamber. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, I'm going to spend... I'm going to spend one move action to turn on a hay circuit. Mm -hmm. And... Then I'm going to spend another move action, and this is going to be weird, but I'm going to go 30 feet further into the room and then loop around and head back to the other direction if I don't see anything. Yeah.
1: Okay. As you get maybe like 20 feet in or so, you psychically get (laughs) told in your mind, return, leave here. You hear... Doesn't sound like one of these creatures that you've been fighting, but you hear mechanical whirring noises just
2: like,
1: as coming through the spore cloud. Oh, we've got a friend here in the south. Oh, there's a little peek for you. Moving up and joining us are in the initiative turn order is what looks like a giant mecha, overgrown with this fungi, this fungi. And indeed, the blow up the art looks like totally something out of some kind of crazy fantasy cyberpunk story <laughs> indeed a a giant four-legged walker mech with all uh, Ooh, there's yikes. also there's some games workshop to to it as well i do six vibes a little bit covered indeed with the frugi spores and mycelium and things inside of it uh oh, okay. i forget Forget what size this was. This probably was just large. I'm guessing huge at this point. Let's take a look. I think you had
3: it at nine.
1: I've got the book open. I should just look. Oh, that's like, I think it's supposed to be large, but I think I had it at huge. Okay, boom. So this thing, I'm gonna add it to the turn order. Uh, You can continue moving into this thing if you want, Tyler. You see this kind of coming, coming at you. If you want to continue your your move action.
0: Adras, instead of turning around, Adras is going to keep moving forward and and just say, you know, we can't turn back, but we don't have to fight either. Tell your soldiers to stand down. Perhaps we can find a treaty here. But he's going to keep moving forward. But, you know, maybe he'll like put his sword at his side non-threateningly while while moving forward.
1: No surrender. You fall. Seems to be telepathically coming from this giant mecha then you leave me no choice you leave me no choice
0: <laughs> it will pull up slightly short since I don't actually have an attack action I can spend this turn mm-hmm.
1: slightly short of its potential range here
0: yes Damn, take oops. a defensive stance okay Ramy Quindar Ah, oh, there are three creatures in this room
1: still yes but there's a big robot out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adrassus seemed to find the party. The party. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the gonna heart thing. wants what the
3: heart wants. But I'm going
1: to opt to to help my friends.
3: And I'm going to take a single shot at the one threatening
1: old Andis. <laughs> Andis. Andis has caused a couple of massive wounds on this one. Just one shot more against it. Let's see if that is, is going to do you. Well, it's a thirty-one. Thirty-one. It's a hit. Seventy-nine points of damage. Okay. It is still up after that. <laughs> is there any move action you'd like to do? You're still kind of in this first chamber by knack. And I don't wanna I don't wanna leave knack
3: on his own. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> sound like there was a but.
3: <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna kind of position myself, uh I would say about uh 15 feet towards a okay so I'm, I'm kind of like i can see this room i can see some of these guys in there if i need to do a little action but uh i also want to be able to, to hop in there if things
1: get hairier for our our buddy <laughs> all right yeah you can see a lot of the things here maybe a vague outline of this mecha threatening a dross knack feldspar we are back to you
3: Has has is Knack aware that these things are talking to his teammates?
1: Yeah, so it's that question of will they psychically shout at everyone? Let me see here. If no, if it hasn't attacked you yet, it has not psychically spoken to you, but obviously, Andis can can tell you they seem to be communicating like
0: that.
3: Okay, so Knack would like to use a level zero ability telepathic message now i don't know if this is something that i can direct outward to everything in the area or if it's Mm -hmm. something that i can only do directed at a single
1: thing well you do know that this colony is kind of like hive mindish so if you want to direct it to to one of them most likely all of them will get the message
3: okay uh so he's he's just gonna say we know you want us to turn back but we have a mission And we don't want to hurt you and it seems like you are either protecting something or you might we might be on the same side stand down stand down
1: do do you want to try to make a diplomacy check all right 37 is not gonna do it hang on
3: though hang on but (laughs) uh that's gonna add nine to that so that's gonna be
1: 45. ooh it is close. It is too far right now, though. Maybe you get back an immediate psychic message and be like, get out of mind. Go away or you will be hurt. Didn't seem to work. What else would you like to try to do here, neck. Well,
3: since that didn't work, we're going to resort to violence. Let's uh, yeah. uh, get him and
1: attack the one that's attacking Andus. 45 was only a nine on the the d20 dice so close but so far alright the one that's attacking Andis it's taking a lot of licks
3: ooh oh, on the only dice. A, uh, a 25 not good
1: that is a miss Andis 148 back to you alright let's see here well this guy is right up next to me so I oh and I'm hasted too Mm-hmm. got um, your belt back I got my belt on
0: ooh you done
1: goofed <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, is Elyndra hasted right now? Yes. So activate. Activate. Oh, oh boy. Alright. Uh let's do those three attacks. And this one right in front of me is uh get them. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. So that'll be plus two. Do this one. Ooh, oh. You don't need you don't need to get them when you're rolling those 15 plus numbers on d20s. That is a hit and this. First one that rushed up to you, I should say rushed, I judge is down for the count, beaten into the mycelium floor. I can't stop saying mycelium. Can't stop to break. You won't stop me. Maybe you will if you, <laughs> if you kill all of them, uh, you can take your move we'll, action. We'll go to
0: the next. We'll go to the next wor- room and then you won't be able to see
1: Bacillium again for like months. <laughs> no, <laughs> one of them catches a ride on your your armor is with you forever. <laughs> the rest of the campaign <laughs> uh, the you have a move action and a couple more attacks you can make now that this is in the middle yeah. of, of your attack. The the one to the north has been hit by Raimi, one of the two remaining soldiers here. And the one to the south is that I think I'll move up to the one in the north
0: and I'll make my remaining two attacks.
1: Okay. If you move right there, that will provoke a couple of attacks of opportunity if you're moving, but kind of between them. Do you want to do that? No, I'll just move up to it. Yeah. In that case. All right. Single, single attack of opportunity. Uh, you've hit I've six on the dice. I think I've just hit Uh, what's what's your damage 79 i can't beat that i've got 52 points of bludgeoning damage this one that you've attacked though and has attacked you is bloodied after this second attack you got one more in you you think one more good one
0: yeah let's see here What is? what is what is that
1: maximum
0: right okay yeah yeah i see sorry i was
1: questioning one of my calculations preposterous my <laughs> calculations have never been wrong <laughs> um that's your burt center model <laughs> how dare i calculate miscalculate my own thoughts all right third attack all right hang on. i'm just doing some now this one does not have to Right, right third attack hey 33 hit oh for 70 Let's go to the calculator. See if that's enough. Oh, it's not enough to take this one down. Ooh. Oh, maybe maybe you have some help and maybe Alindra's moving the other direction. Rebecca, we are back to you.
2: Yeah, uh, Alindra's going to rush back into the other room and I'm going to go up against the other Sp- spore uh, thing.
1: Smaller, so but still is. large, soldier, spore soldier here,
0: okay.
2: Oh, and I'm still hasted, so this is going to be three attacks. Hopefully they are not wasted this time.
0: I'll oh, we'll just roll more 20s. It's it's such a simple game.
2: It's <laughs> a 25. Oh, that's a miss. All right.
1: Although this is my time to remind you guys. You got those level rerolls.
2: 39?
1: Oh, 39 a definite hit. Yeah, what are you rolling the dice here? Uh, 17, yes.
2: All right, that does 87 damage. Some of that is fire and some of that is slashing.
1: Well, you've not seen any DR on any of these hacks you guys have made on these so far. They are pretty spongy, big old HP sponges.
2: Ooh. Oh, and a 26. A attack is oh, a
1: mess A three and a four on two of these attacks. Okay. It's gonna bring us to their turn. They're gonna repeat, uh, psychically, these ones that are, are attacking right now. Uh, Andus and Alindra. And this and Lyndra in that order. I'm going to roll a couple. Uh, actually, yeah. And first. This one's going to make two attacks against you. And it will repeat the go away. Ooh. Oof. And a couple of good ones. A 15 and an 18. That's two hits. Is there any bonus? Anything else I'm missing? Nope, you said that just that's bludgeoning damage, right? Just straight bludgeoning. Yeah, you got a, a good amount of DR, I imagine, right now after mm. taking a couple licks. Yeah. Well, it's still a lot of damage coming. First one, 46 points of bludgeon damage. Second one, 49. It's a double attack, just wham, wham. Two attacks coming to you as well, Lindra. Two attacks, ooh, a 12 and a 14. Your KC is similar here at 40. Those are gonna be two hits. Sure, yep. Okay, more damage rolling on up. I never get the hit. This feels pretty good. 49 points of bludgeon on the first one, 53 on the second, a little bit more, just under over 100. That is their turn, this large one to the south, Edros, this giant mech is going to take its turn, its first attack, and it kind of like winds up and is going to similarly make a large slam attack. We want to do two. Yes, we want, yes, we want to do two. Do it, two slam attacks on a dross. Ooh, a 10 and an eight. That is, who misses? You're 43 right now, right? I'm 43. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh no, 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 no. The 10 is a hit. Oh, I've got one hit. Oh, boo. (laughs) I I, I was looking at this one early, I was like, I gotta roll like 10s on a dross. 10 is a hit, so. One hit for a little bit more damage. We're on some D10s. I go to the calculator to add up this. as 81 points of bludgeon damage from the big one, the big armored frugi soldier. Okay. And that is its turn. Right. So at the end of this turn here, Edros the the Spore cloud that seems to be falling gently from the, the ceiling here begins to lift for a moment as you can see further on in the chamber and emerging from the ground in the, the back of this room is a huge mound of the, the spores um, what seems to be muscular legs kind of building themselves as it raises well, looks like an, an entire bulkheads worth of metal with these mushrooms kind of growing on the outside of it. This is something perhaps, you know, about this is indeed the frugi colony itself. Oop. Yeah, the, the big boy. It looks yeah. like a, <laughs> a a mushroom tryptophobic nightmare kaiju that rises up in the the back of this chamber and as it gets up into a more combat ready position at the end here, it lets out a screunk of epic proportions and psychically shouts into your mind to
0: be continued
1: bum, 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 bum.
2: crap.
1: Tyler didn't want two smaller fights. He wanted one giant, big (laughs) fight. He's going to get a giant, big fight. Uh, Yes, the colony is not even half dispersed right now. We got a doozy of a fight next week that we are in the middle of. (laughs) Doozy, folks had to go looking for trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I, if anyone's capable of doing it, it's the crew of the Drift Rider. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, you, Patrick. You, Patrick. See you. Listeners, you listeners out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for being believers that they're going to pull through this. We will catch you oh, next. Oh, episode. Hope somebody's believing it <laughs> next episode. Here on Cosmic Crit. So long. Farewell. See you next week, everybody.
2: Night. Night.